Welcome to Funding the Dream on Kickstarter. I'm Richard Bliss, the Game Whisperer. This is episode 58 of Funding the Dream. We are almost through uh, every 20 episodes is, is a season for me. We're almost through our third season. It's been great. This third season was backed with a Kickstarter project, and it's not very often that I get to have one of my backers come on the show and actually spend some time and talk to me. And so I'm very pleased to welcome to the show David Sanhuesa. David, welcome to the show. Thank you, Richard. It's a pleasure to be on. We are here to talk about, first of all, thank you publicly, as I say that, for being a backer <laughs> of, of, the, of the podcast. I, I appreciate well, that. Well, thank you for having uh, the podcast. Um, I, I appreciate that. Uh, it's really been a, a great resource for me, and I'm sure a lot of other people, too. Well, let's talk about then, um, what, you're, what you've done. You have something called Gamogami, and you have a game on Kickstarter right now called Goblins Drool Fairies Rule. Yes. Let's talk about Gamogami just for a minute. So tell me about Gamogami. Uh, sure. Uh, Gamogami is a new company that I started up uh, earlier this year. Uh, I've been working professionally in the game industry, the computer game industry, uh, for about 14 years. Uh, and recently, uh, I left uh, my job in order to pursue my longtime dream of having my own company and working on uh, my own game ideas. You qu you uh, quit you quit your software company job to go make board games. Uh, yes, board games and software games. Wow. Uh, one of the ideas behind Gamogami is they're actually making digital and analog games at the same time. Okay, okay. So that and. That's, let's spell that out so that people know what we're talking about. What's the URL for Gamogami? Sure. It's www.game-o-gami.com. Okay. So it sounds like origami. You just put game at the front. And, and Gami spelled G-A-M-I. Yes. Okay, Perfect. So you're kind of wanting to, you're pursuing this, you're kind of gone, you're uh, Texas Hold'em here, you've gone all in. Right. You're going to give this a shot, and your first game is out on Kickstarter. I will say that I'm a backer. Uh, it, great Thank artwork. You. Well, great project. I have a seven-year-old daughter who will enjoy Goblin's Drool Fairy's Rule. Uh, Excellent. The, the project has been, at the, at the time of this recording, how long has the project been up? up? Uh, for about seven days. Okay, so about a week, and in that week you have raised, I'm looking right now online, and you've raised $6,654. Oh, wait, I just refreshed. Actually, I think uh, it's, it's now 6729 You're right. I just refreshed as well. 6729 It didn't take into account, I think, my backer. That's what right, it was. Right, right. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, because I looked at this and I realized I really like this. But there's a lot of things that I really like about what I'm looking here. And the reason, one reason I have you on the show is because, uh, as, as you have commented to me and I have commented before on the show, we all learn from each other. And that's why I have people on here is to teach all of us so that we can either learn from mistakes or learn from success. And there's been plenty of people on here to do both. In your case, I'm looking at your... Kickstarter page, and I'm seeing some very unique elements or different elements or elements that seem to be working very well. And I wanted to talk about that. So what I'm going to do is if you're listening and you have a chance to go take a look, uh, go take a look at Goblin's Drool, that's D-R-O-O-L, Fairy's Rule, because uh, that way you can see kind of the, some of the stuff that we're talking about. And we're going to touch on that here in the, in the few minutes that we have. So let's start with 
this project is being run by now uh, you've done this project in 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 uh, I wanted to say cahoots that's not what I meant what do I say <laughs> you're doing it with yeah we're partners in crime uh, uh, all right so tell us about the relationship because it's with uh, game salute right yes yeah game game salute is actually owning the the Kickstarter uh, project um, they, they're the ones who set it up through their springboard campaign uh, but we've been working on it uh, together now for the past several weeks. And since it's launched, we've all been working very hard on it. So tell me, uh, first of all, so let's talk about that. The springboard uh, seal that's on your project here. What does that mean? Yes, the nice shiny uh, springboard seal. Um, that uh, is Game Salute's seal of approval. Uh, it's a stamp to let people know that they've actually played the game that they're helping put up on Kickstarter. So. They're saying it's a worthy product, they think it's fun, they think it's high quality, and they're promising you that you know, it's, it's worth your time and, and your money. Uh, and it's also connected with Kickstarter specifically. So it's a seal of quality for Kickstarter game projects. Okay. And then so you have that, and then your video has yes. is, is been done fairly well. So who did the video? Uh, that was a tag team of uh, Chris and Sherilyn Kirkman from Dice Hate Me Games. Uh, they're also doing uh, work for Game Salute uh, now. Uh, and they did an awesome job uh, with that video. Uh, so I, I recorded uh, my bit on my end here in Las Vegas. I recorded a video of myself talking about the game. Uh, Dan ha uh, had uh, his uh, lovely wife, Sarah Yarrington, uh, record a local family playing the game. Uh, and then uh, they put those two videos together, added some animation done by Chris using the art from the game and uh, voiceover done by Cheryl Lynn and some nice music. And, and it was just, the video came out really great. I'm really happy with the job they did on it. And the artwork is, is very nice. Let's talk about the artist that you, that you have that's working on this project. Yes, uh, the artist is, uh, his, his name is Mike Mayhack. Uh, and he totally rules. Uh, he is a really, really great artist. I've been a fan of his work for a while, and so I purposely sought him out for this project. Uh, and I'm really glad I did, because he's done an awesome job with the characters. I mean, I, I, his, his artwork style is just so cool and so cute. Um, and so the quality of, of his work is, is one of, I think, the biggest selling points of this game, and, and of the Kickstarter page. I think it really helps sell the project as a whole and, and makes people, you know, want to read through the entire page. Okay, so when the Kickstarter project, you said that uh, GameSalute is doing this, but there was, after you and I have talked about this a little bit, uh, there were some differences of opinion of how, there were some things that you wanted to do. Uh, it's not like GameSalute just took over and, and you had no input here, right? Right. GameSalute is an incredibly accommodating company to work with. Uh, like Dan uh, is a great guy. He's really smart. He's really diplomatic, and he knows how to get things done, but he's, he's also very compromising, which I really appreciate. Uh, and I think he said a couple of times on your show, um, GameSlew is taking on a lot of the roles of a traditional game publisher without taking over the creative control that publishers often do, where they start mandating things to a game developer. So uh, GameSlew is like really awesome at handling the logistics end of things while still letting... Um, development companies like, like mine handle, you know, our visions, right? Like, so everything that, that we've done on this project is something we all decided to do together. And we, we talked about it online and came to what we, we thought, you know, by hashing it out, 
we finally came to agreement of you know what was the best course of action, and that's that's the way we worked on this from day one. Okay, and as I'm looking at this, I'm seeing um, the pledge levels seem to be slightly different. Well, let's see, how do we describe this? What you've done with the well, what Game Salute has done with the pledge levels, and what you've done is that rather than make the pledge levels just all the content on the right hand side where the pledge is, you have put the pledge there, put minimal details, and then filled in all the details over on the left. Right. So talk to me about that. What's the thought there? That was a, um, an idea that Dan had. Uh, he wanted to keep the, the pledge level area as sort of simple and, and uncrowded, um, just to not to give the backers uh, a lot of sort of sensory overload, which happens, I think. Like some projects have like 80 different reward levels, and each reward level is like eight paragraphs long. It's just, it's just, it's just too much. So I think I want to keep it, keep it simple with a sort of a, a brief description, and then people who want to know more could look to the left, where then we were able to give them everything. And not just like a, a, you know, a lengthy description of what they're getting, but pictures of what they were getting, which I think was a great idea. Okay. And then in there, for example, one of your, uh, your rewards is the, uh, the puzzle. We, we talked about this. You've created a puzzle. Now, originally this wasn't part of the project, but you really felt that this was important. Yeah. Um, so another thing that uh, that we discussed about the the reward levels, um, uh, uh, Game Salute and I was uh, both of us agreed that we wanted to keep them pretty simple. We didn't want to offer too many rewards, uh, but initially Game Salute was more on the end of like, well, we want to keep it really simple. Just give give the public what they want. Just give them the game. So the different reward levels were going to be different levels of the game. You get the basic game. You get Next level would be two copies of the game. Next level might be eight copies of the game. Just just keep it really simple. And I, personally, I thought that was a little too simple. So I had a, a lot of suggestions um, for you know some some ways we could keep it simple and keep things connected to the game, but still supply some really fun rewards to our backers. And the puzzle was was one of those. Uh, and, and the reason why I was suggested a puzzle is. Um, like we already talked about, the art for the game is just awesome. Right? Like the characters are, are really fun. Mike did a great job uh, with them, so we knew we could use the art for a lot of different rewards. And the puzzle was a perfect one because I mean that is the art from the game that we already have. Uh, and puzzles in themselves are game-like, right? It's not like a coffee mug or something like that. Like a puzzle is something fun you can play with, so it's very much connected to the game. Uh, and even the puzzle itself being a, a double-sided puzzle is connected to the spirit of the game because the game is all about cards with fairies on one side and goblins on the other and you, you rhyme the cards to make them flip over. Fairies turn into goblins and vice versa. So we wanted a puzzle that did the same thing. So on one side of the puzzle you got goblins and on the other side of the puzzle you have fairies. So it all ties back to the game. And I like it, which is, that was actually one of the things that decided, that caused me to decide to, uh, to back this game. Oh, cool. Uh, because I like puzzles. My daughter likes puzzles, and I like it. Just it, it did. It just brought one more thing in, and I do enjoy the artwork on this. And then the other piece that we want to talk about that's kind of unique here is the uh, is the shipping. Now sure. I know I should have Dan on here to talk about this, but last time I had Dan on, he beat me up and, uh, and <laughs> won the debate that we were in. So I'm not having him back for a while. So instead, we'll have you talk about it. Talk about sure. what they've done, kind of with this shipping, because. Shipping continues to be one of the bigger 
issues and challenges for Kickstarter, particular Kickstarter board games because of the heavy costs, the heavy, the heavy boxes. Right, right. And so, wh- what's going on here with your shipping that you've done differently? Yeah, that, that's something that uh, GameSlew is is moving towards now. I, I think this is the first project that they've done it for, but I, I think they're going to be doing it for other ones where they're separating the shipping from the pledge levels themselves. So you pledge for the game and for the rewards here on Kickstarter, but when it comes to fulfill the order, when the game's ready and, and you want it shipped to you, uh, you're actually going to pay for the shipping separately uh, at that time on GameSalute's website. Uh, and there's a couple reasons they're, they're doing that. Uh, one is, uh, one of the problems with the Kickstarter product, like you said, the, the shipping can often be problematic because you're kind of bloating your pledge levels, right? You're bloating the price of, of, for people to get the game with an estimate of what shipping might cost. Uh, so what GameSlut is doing with this project is you're actually only going to pay what the, the shipping actually is. So even the, the values we have here at sort of the bottom left of the page, those, those are estimates. It might be a little bit less or a little bit more depending on, on where you are. Uh, so we didn't want to sort of put a blanket like additional $10 for everybody, even if it's like really we only take $4 for one person and $17. You know, we, we just wanted people to pay what they actually would need to for, for the shipping. Um, it, it also allows people to combine their pledges uh, uh, from other projects that are supported by GameSalute. So say you wanted to get this game and, and some other game uh, that uh, GameSalute has helped with their Springboard program uh, at the same time, you can order them and have them both sent to you, and uh, that would save on your shipping costs. Got it. And uh, you know, also allow you to upgrade later too. Like, say you, you pledge at a certain level now, but come later on in the year when the game is ready to ship, you say, "Oh, you know, what? I really do want that art book." You could add the art book by upgrading your pledge at that time when it's ready to ship, and and still get it sent to you. Got it. Okay, so. Uh, this game, who created? Are you the game creator? Uh, yes, I am. Uh, I'm the the creative director on it. So basically, I was the designer and, and the art director for this project. And uh, where did this kind of come from? Uh, it came about as a, a really weird, random day idea at first. Um, I have been designing games for a while. Uh, like I said, I've been working in the computer game industry um, for years, but that was as a 3D artist doing animation. Uh, but as a hobby, uh, I've, I've been a game designer, uh, designing video games and board games and card games in my free time. Um, so I've always had like a lot of ideas that I've been working on floating around. And this idea came out about in a weird way, though, because I was out shopping one day, um, uh, and I stumbled upon uh, there was these perfume bottles that had scratch and sniff stickers on yeah. them. Yeah. Which I thought was a, a, a kind of a cool thing. I was like, oh, that was, that was kind of cool. You can smell what the perfume scratch. And I hadn't seen scratch and sniff stickers since probably I was like eight years old. So it just kind of even reminded me that they existed. And, and then, because my mind is always thinking about games, right? Uh, my mind suddenly just shifted into designer mode and I started thinking of the idea of a scratch and sniff card game for kids. Kind of like a like a Magic the Gathering or a Pokemon type game that but that was like scratch and sniff. So like I don't know why I thought that <laughs> made that connection, but that's that's just the way my brain works, right? So I started thinking that that, and I was thinking of a theme to go with it. You know, I was like, well, fairies kind of make sense because you have different like candy and fruit smelling fairies. And, but then I wanted a game that I didn't want to make a game that was you know 
only appeal to girls. I want to make one that uh, appealed to, to boys equally and encourage boys and girls to play together. So, um, so I thought, oh, well, goblins be cool. You can have like goblins versus fairies, you know, like, uh, and the idea kind of evolved from that. And, and as I started thinking of ways to make it, create the gameplay, like, you know, how it actually function, um, uh, I, I knew I wanted a game that was also educational. Uh, so I started thinking of, you know, language skills. I started thinking of Dr. Seuss and stuff. That, that's where the idea of rhyming came about. Because I knew rhyming's fun. Rhyming is, is, is practicing language skills. Uh, and it really fits like a magical fairy tale kind of theme. So the, all that kind of fit together. Um, and then as I developed the game and play tested over and over again with my friends, uh, we found the game was like really fun and, and really solid as a standalone game. So it, it no longer needed like to be like a collectible type game. It no longer needed the gimmick of scratch and sniff. It was just like a good game that could stand on its own merits. And and then my last question would be, as we kind of wrap up here, sure, um, is that you've asked for a goal of five thousand dollars, and from what I see online, that seems like a small or low number to produce a game. So why why five thousand dollars? Well, the the reason for, for that five thousand uh, dollars. Is we wanted to set a very uh, attainable goal uh, for, for this project. Um, it's something I talked about w with Dan a bit too, and, and he was the one actually who, who set that goal. Uh, but I, I was definitely thinking along similar lines because I feel like if people like a project enough, it doesn't matter so much what your goal is as long as it's an attainable goal. Right? Like if I set like, you know, a, a $100,000 goal for this project, well, that would be discouraging, right? It would chase people away because they think, well, that project's never going to fund, so why waste your time? Uh, but if I were to set a more realistic goal for this project, which would really be closer to, like, say, $15,000 or more, like, to cover, like, you know, the cost of the artwork, or the cost of printing it, like, the real, the real cost to produce this game, both moving forward and, and the costs that have already occurred, are well above $5,000. But we knew $5,000 would be an attainable goal, and we knew it would be what we needed, like the minimum to move forward. We figured, okay, well, if, if we just hit just at $5,000, we'd be, we'd be taking a loss, but we could still get the game out there, and we we're confident that the game will do really well once it's out there, and that it would make back that money eventually. Uh, so basically, we wanted to make sure that the project would fund at a reasonable level, and then, you know, if people really like the project, well, then the sky's the limit. Okay. Well, that makes sense. It also, it's also a reason why we spent so much time um, in effort to make the Kickstarter page really pretty. Right? Like uh, we've been talking uh, earlier, uh, Chris Kirkman uh, did an awesome job with the graphics for the Kickstarter page. He tied them into the game with the font, uh, used, used our artwork. Um, it, it's, a, it's a quality level and professional level that GameSalute really pushed for because uh, we wanted the, the page itself to be really appealing, to get people to stick around, get people excited about, about the game uh, so that they would then, you know, see this as, oh, this game is definitely going to fund. And, you know, we, we wanted the game to be as encouraging and, and as well, the, sorry, the Kickstarter page to be as encouraging and, and welcoming as possible. Well, it is. Uh, and so, again, to my listeners, uh, we've been talking to uh, David Santuesa, who is the uh, creative backer behind, the creative behind Goblins Drool, Fairies Rule, and I think it's a, uh, it's a great Kickstarter page. GameSalute's done a great job. Uh, Sherilyn and Chris Kirkman have contributed here. And I think that if you have a project out there and you're looking to a way to do it, 
this is the, you should go look at this page. They've done an excellent job of some innovative, creative ways of doing things. And it would give you some ideas of how you do, should do your project. David, thank you so much for being on the show and kind of talking about this whole process. Thank you, Richard. Uh, look, like I told you, I've been a fan of your show for a while. Uh, I've been listening. I, I really, I think, benefited from the advice uh, uh, from you and from other guests uh, on your show. And, and I'm really glad that I can give back in some way. I mean, this is, granted, uh, I mean, you can take any advice with a grain of salt because this is my first Kickstarter project and we're only a weekend. But like any, any help that this interview can give to other creative people out there, uh, I'm really happy for that. Well, it's given help to me, honestly. I'm looking here and seeing some of the things that you've done. I love the puzzle idea. I love it so much, David, that <laughs> if, if I do another project here, I'm going to do a puzzle because it's dang cool. So thank you very much. For Excellent. You can call that the San Huesa level. We'll call it the San Huesa level. Yes. Uh, thank you very much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. You've been listening to Funding the Dream on Kickstarter. Game Whisperer podcast. This has been episode 58. My guest has been David Sanhuesa, and his project is Goblins Drool, Fairies Rule on Kickstarter. Hopefully you have been inspired. I know I have this time. And I have uh, really enjoyed what David has had to say. So we look forward to seeing your own project so that we can be inspired and support you as you go to fund your dream. Thanks for listening. Take care.